It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. 
To episode 27, season 10 of the Fighting Cop podcast. Today on the line is Felonius Filth. What's up? And we've got Cal. How you doing? All good, all good. Um, are you all good? Because that was quite a frustrating game last night, wasn't it? Three all against LASK. Let's hope we never, ever hear those letters ever again. And um, yeah, uh, it was it was a um, it was very frustrating. What did you what was your takeaway from it? Yeah, we seem to we seem to be going back to like Tottenham of old, where we're really starting to struggle away from home in Europe again. I think um, we always have though. Every it, 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 most most teams do. Yeah, yeah. I just you kind of think like you know a dog meat team like Lask. Really, we should even our second second team really. Yeah, well, second team. I say that it was eight changes instead of the full eleven. You just kind of feel like, come on, you should carve this muck up, really. Um, but it's you know every every team that we've 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 played so far in you know in in this tournament in this competition so far it's their cup final isn't it it's a massive game for them they're playing Spurs they're playing against Jose Mourinho yeah. you know it's a big big thing for them whereas as the manager alluded to last night a lot of our players are just oh we're fucking playing Lasko playing fucking oh, some Bulgarian pig farmers oh come on then let's get on with it you know. I think it's there's there's a lack of motivation there, perhaps. What about you, Tim? What do you think? It's a typical Europa League um, disjointed team, not experienced at playing with each other, playing on the same side. But you know, there's a lot of anger about yesterday. But I think the most important thing was always the result more than the performance. You know, Mourinho gave us a midfield three that we wanted, but yep. <laughs> ahead of them were three players, two are out of form. So it was always going to be a bit of a struggle, to be fair. When you was watching it through, I was just thinking, just got to get Sissoko on. Like, Lacelso was horrible, absolutely horrible yesterday. Um, not that he's a horrible player. I'm sure he's going to he's going to come back and it will be fine. Obviously, it will be fine. He's he's shown many times that he's good enough to, to, to play for Spurs and if not, elevate us to a certain extent. But yesterday, Hoybier and Domblay and Lacelso, from what I saw, I don't want to see it again. I was desperate for Sissoko to come in and just had to add a bit of security. Not that that worked either when he did come on, but um, yeah, it kind of feels like, and I'm, I'm I'm trying hard not to fanboy on Jose Mourinho after a result where, uh, you know, drawing 3-0 against Lask with the quality we had on the team, on the pitch, meant that, you know, it, it was a failing. But he clearly knows that, that those three probably don't work well together. It's, there's not enough security there. But perhaps against Lask, it was a worthwhile exper- uh, experiment because if they can mm. do it there, then they can build on it and they can build some understanding on the pitch. But it didn't work. That, that wasn't the only problem. There were problems all over the place. I think it was back to what you said, Cal, right at the beginning. The the idea that they're, they're, the, the enthusiasm to play this game just isn't there. And mm. when you're playing professional footballers at any level, you need a degree of respect for your opponent and respect in this instance meant being up for it, giving them a go, making sure you get stuck in, you know, running those sprints that might not end up in you receiving the ball, but forces the opposition out of position or forces them to hurry uh, a pass or, or or a long ball, where 
in this instance, they were given space. They just had more energy and they were more up for it. Mm. Or it may have been, Jose Mourinho said, look, don't try too hard. You're going to play minutes today. A lot of important first-team players are going to play minutes. Don't mm. run your boll- bollocks off. Do contain yourself. Uh, get what we need and get out. And maybe it was a bit of game management. But as a fan, looking at it, it was it was frustrating, weren't it, Cal? Yeah, it was frustrating because, you, you know, like like we said already, you know, you, you expect us to smash them to bits, really. Um, but I think you're right. I think... I think the players probably would have had a couple of things in their mind. Number one, it's the scum game on Sunday um, and we're top of the league and you want to smash the scum and go, you know, and and establish yourself over the top of the league. The second thing is that we play Antwerp in the last game and Antwerp are our nearest rivals in the group. And that's so what that becomes is a a head to head to finish first. So even if we would have lost last night, if we beat Antwerp in the last game, we're top. So we're playing them at home as well. Yeah, and at home. And the game following that is Palace away. So you could even go quite strong against Antwerp and make a few changes for the Palace game. Because um, Palace, are, they're a bit muck at the minute this season. They're not playing very well at all. Yeah. So you could almost have it the other way around. Not like eight changes for the Palace game, but you could you could tweak, you know, three or four. Um, so that that was perhaps in the in the players' minds as well is that well we've got Antwerp next and if we beat Antwerp we're fucking top of the group anyway so we don't last it was almost like a dead rubber it didn't mean much but it was really frustrating to especially the way the game ended that that um, to go ahead get a penalty go ahead and it's like fucking I'll just see this out now and they go and concede again it was really really frustrating yeah, the space you just I can say it was a systematic issue. Because the space he was given the the forward mm. outside, it was just so much, and he just curled it in. And like you said, that like I said, there, there's no just because they are an Austrian football outfit doesn't mean these these players can't don't have technical skill. And if you give mm. any professional footballer who can earn his crust and is at the top mm. of the Austrian league or anywhere else, even League One or League Two, mm. they have the ability just outside the box to fight, to pick a part of the net that they want to hit. Maybe with less consistency, but you give them the space, you're going to get punished at any level in professional football, and that's what we did. And like I said, it showed showed a bit of disrespect, I think, to to LASK, and you get punished from it. But if you get away with it, you maybe don't learn any lessons. Um, so we'll see. Uh, some of the performances, I guess, Joe Hart, he, it was the one that standed out. Started really well, kept us in the game with a couple of good saves. Um, then it all just sort of looked. Very familiar again. Yeah, it's very um, Paul Robinson. You no know, long range shots, you know, not stopping them. It's it's just so frustrating because Gazaniga was popular with the fans, they're popular overall, and he's not even um, eligible for the Europa League. So it's not like if we can bring him in against um, Antwerp. So mm. no, um, Hart was Hart was pretty terrible for at least two of the three goals, the, and it's, I mean one, the second. The second one was just so frustrating. It just went through him. And is, is this the one where he put? He kind of dove to his left, right, and yeah. it, and it struck him on the arm and flew up into the net. Yeah, yeah. like I would. That's the kind of thing I would do. Like, <laughs> like let me just get my body in the general direction of where I think the ball's going to go. But an elite goalkeeper, you you know, maybe he isn't anymore. They've got to get their hands on that, not the middle of their forearm. You'd thought. Or if you're going to do that, use both arms, I'd imagine. He's experienced enough to have dealt with that, though, whether he's using two arms or even even if he just threw a leg at it because it was in the 
And is, is a decent enough shot, but he should be getting that away. Hmm. Uh, I'd imagine you're, you're going to see Hugo Lloris against um, Antwerp now. And, um, yeah, I just think it's just... I think a lot of people are frustrated because a lot of people didn't want Joe Hart in the first place. And hmm. last night happens. That's a lot of shouting, though, T. Very, very vocal. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love the guy in terms of um, what he gives us in team spirit and that. But it's like when someone is unpopular with, with parts of the fan base anyway, and that happens, then what can you, what can you really say? You because this. a lot of people were, were happy with Gazaniga, but I guess he's not a Mourinho-type goalkeeper. I don't know. Maybe we'll see Alfie Whiteman. That'd be nice. Yeah, it's that weird. would be nice. It's, it's, he's he, Gazaniga's descent from from being like like you said a popular player, definitely our number two. To not even you know to I know he's not in the Europa League squad, but Alfie Whiteman playing more minutes than Gazaniga this season yeah. is um, it's alarming because he's not that bad a keeper, is he? He's not. He's probably he is probably better than Joe Hart at this stage. Um, he is 100% better than Joe Hart. He is totally better than Joe Hart. Like, Joe Hart's good to have a shout and play cricket, but a club of our, a club of of Tottenham size and of wh- where we're trying to get to, we should have a much better number two than him. And you look at, like, Man United. Man United have got David De Gea, they've got Dean Henderson, and they've got Sergio Romero as their like, third choice. And Sergio Romero is a fucking good goalkeeper. Mm. Like, we should look at, like, if we could... He's 33 now, but we we could look at trying to get him and get rid of Gaz. I think it's a financial decision, this Gazaniga thing. I think they're gonna I think because he's played quite a few games for Spurs. I think that, that Levy thought, look, we could sell him and we could get someone cheap and English in, i.e. Joe Hart, to kind of balance out the the quota in terms of homegrown. Mm. But it for me it just feels like it's backfired because Joe Joe Hart's just not good enough. He's like I said, good to have a shout, good for the young players. But he shouldn't be playing football for Spurs, not not in competitive, important games. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want Alfie Whiteman to start against Antwerp. I think it's got to be no. nice. It's fine for goalkeepers to play <clears throat> three games in a week. It makes no difference, does it, to them, really? I know it's about concentration mm. and that, but if we need Lloris for Palace and Antwerp, it's not like mm. playing Kane in all those games. Hoibier has played every minute, pretty much, of the last two games and will play every minute against Arsenal. So surely a goalkeeper can do it as well. It's not like... You know, by Lloris playing against Antwerp, it's going to be an issue. In any case, um, lads, I've got a question. Do we need to start talking about Gareth Bale or do we just ignore the issue with Gareth Bale at this point? T. Or the elephant, the elephant in the room. That, yeah, the elephant in the room. Can we carry on? Because I kind of just want to ignore it. I don't want to deal with it. But at some point, we've got to go... What's the point? Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to say that. I want everything yeah. to be great, but God see, what's the um, what's the point in him at the moment? What like what 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 what? I just I've, I, my thinking is that there's just so many games, and you know I think something will happen for him. I mean, he's, he got the win against Brighton, for example. He's not looking like the explosive player that we were after. And Marino has kind of said he can't play two games in a week, but at the moment my head is in the sand and it stays there. <laughs> Me too. I don't care what happens this season. I'm going to ignore. I'm going to ignore it until it's good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Like before, I think it was. 
before the last game, who might have been the last game in Europe? Who did we play? We played Ludogorets, didn't we, at home? Yeah. And uh, I was watching him and I thought, I'm paying you 300 grand a week. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, we're not really getting... <laughs> like, I don't want to say it, but yeah, it's no, like... Don't say it, but we all know. <laughs> all right, all right. It's like... Yeah. We're paying, we're paying you 300 grand a week, mate. Like, know, that's it. Don't I'll leave it there. Yeah. I'll leave it there. Like, it, we all know. It's like... It's like the uncle we know is a bit suspect that no one wants to bring yeah. it up <laughs> but it's a long season there's a it's a long season i think he was kind of i think he it kind of set him back having to go and play for wales you know he went off and fucked this is up better. And for wales. this is better let's let, whatever what other excuses yeah what, what, what there is no reasons? other excuse no no yeah wales wales a lot of emotional destroy you know a lot, a lot of emotional turmoil being in real madrid yeah, but he's supposed to be back and happy now. Apparently, he loves it at Spurs. I imagine he does. We're doing but... a positive spin right now. We're doing a positive vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's yeah. There's a lot going on with him, and uh, I think Wales did set him back. And I, like I said, it's a long season. It's a long season. It's a long season. I, th- I agree of... with T. Plenty of opportunity. What I would say yeah. though is just the, the, the tracking thing is the issue. I think tracking. You're not getting the work from him that you'd get out of a Lamella or Lucas or even Bergvine. And for that reason, it may be difficult for even this Gareth Bale, even Gareth Bale, the one we know and love, to really stake a claim. But it's such a long season, isn't it, T? And anything it can happen. Does, and pl- there's plenty of games left. And it's the same with, with Delhi as well. You know, it's not terminal. You know, as time will come. And I, I mean, last season, a few of us didn't want to get to the Europa League. Yeah, this. It's been a massive help. It's given people minutes, given people a chance to play their way back in the team. If it was just league games we had, then maybe we wouldn't have, maybe Bale would be even further back in his development. So I yeah, think he'll be fine. That's good. I like that. That's good, T. Because you remember, like, you remember when Jose Mourinho, um, we qualified for Europa League mm-hmm. uh, last game of the season. They were really, you know, they were celebrating. And I'm yeah. thinking, what are, you, what are you celebrating? Like, it's a bit small time, but at maybe. Like this competition is exactly what we needed to pr- to push Spurs forward to give us opportunities to give players opportunities and and uh, to play and, and and into a system so that when they're called upon even if they even if we don't win or we don't play that well and we have played well in Europa League this season especially at home we have had some good results to be fair mm. that when they're called upon to go into the first team they kind of know their role they know what they have to do and because they're then fitting it they're one cog in a machine that's already well oiled they kind of fit in better, whereas the Europa League's a little bit of a hodgepodge. I know these are big names, but it's a hodgepodge team that isn't used to playing with each other. And we talked about this on Monday's pod, that it's, it's almost like a brand new team. I think we did on Monday's pod. There's so many pods, I can keep forgetting what, where and when I've said what. But it's, it's like a brand new team. It's, mm. it's, it's a really, yeah. really fresh team. And it's um, it's uh, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take, take a while. And, and maybe like Jose Mourinho knew... And like what you said, T, is it just gives us opportunities to play, even if they don't play that well. Like training exercises and training games in summer are important, not because we've got to win those games, but the players have to play some minutes together. Yeah. Uh, and yeah go on. So I think we were a bit thrown off by Lask and their pressing as well. You know, our pass percentage was, was good, pretty low. Mm-hmm. And I think that was probably largely forced by how Lask played. Right, um, let's uh, move on to the Arsenal game. Um, if you want to hear a full-length preview, a forty-minute preview of the Arsenal game, we've done. Well, we do. We do. We do one preview a week, which looks at, looks at 
all of the games going forward. It's a, a normal length pod with all of the banter that we usually get up to on this pod. Um, but it's it's Patreon only, right? We give you two free pods a week. That, that's you know you should be grateful for that. But behind the paywall, it's shitloads more content, tons of it. So you can sign up p a t r e o n dot com forward slash the fighting cock to get access to it. And not only that, absolutely hundreds and hundreds of hours of other stuff we've recorded, tons of it. Mm. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, if you want to hear the full length. Uh, Arsenal preview you can do but I just want to just want to get your thoughts generally lads after that game Arsenal won yesterday um, there's going to be player uh, pa- players fucking hell there's going to be supporters in the um, in the stadium for the first yeah. time 2000 I don't know if you caught any of the Arsenal game yesterday I saw that I started watching the beginning just to see what it looked like and it, it, it looked better than I thought I don't know if you guys saw that everyone was spaced out like five seats between them but I just thought it was going to be a pointless exercise. If all of that 2000 is in one end, I think it, yeah, I think it'll look all right. Any mm-hmm. thoughts on that, boys? Yeah, I think I think it I think it might be. I did see, I didn't watch the game. I I try not to watch them really, unless yeah. unless I hear that they're losing. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh well, let's put it on now. Let's watch them lose. But other yeah. than that, I don't really watch them really, especially against especially in a team that they're likely to win against Rapid Vienna. Um, but yeah, I did see some like pictures and stuff of the crowd and. You know, I guess because they're spaced out, it looks it almost makes it look more full than what it is because they're taking up more space um, mm. instead of like two thousand all squished together. How um, important do you think it is then, though, that we we start to get these fans back in? Um, obviously, we're moving towards a, a society or a world where there's going to be vaccinations, and a lot of people will be um, immune or won't suffer any symptoms because of these vaccinations. Mm. Um, so. And hospitals won't be overwhelmed, so we may be moving towards where we can have, you know, ten, twenty thousands, and then maybe start next season full stadium again. But you know, is this a good first step, or do you think it's too early, T? Um, I mean, I would have said it was early weeks ago, but now it's here. I don't, I can't say I mind it. Mm. It'll be interesting to see what Sunday's like. That's actually a game of something actually weighing on it. I mean. When they played Rapid Vienna last night, I don't think it was a big game as such. But Sunday's game will have a bit of needles, so it'd be interesting to you know hear, see if we can recognise anyone's voices in the crowd. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's, you know, I think it's probably overdue. But that's probably my football hat on. It's it's a complex one because yeah. you know there's things you can't even do in the UK, and yet we can watch a game of football. So I don't know, um, two sided. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, what was I saying? Um, completely gone. All right, doesn't matter. Um, Cal, what are your 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 thought, feelings going into the game? What do you? Would you uh, fairly confident, fairly yeah. confident, and I think I think the crowd might might be a help to us. It might give the players an extra boost to have you know a couple of thousand fans there. The fans will obviously be really really up for it. It's the derby. It's the it's the first game back. Um. Like that will give the players an extra lift. Um, I expect us to have to play our usual strongest team, which is the team that we played for the last two Premier League games. Um, I expect us to win, and I do expect us to win comfortably. Um, but it's it's the scum game, isn't it? And so there's always that bit of trepidation, even though they're fourteen from where first, they're still them, and I don't know. Perhaps we're we're a bit like a. <laughs> 
but there is there is this sort of syndrome we're left with that that uh, thank you is um <laughs> is um you know it's it's always them and it's always us mm. uh, i remember i remember Thierry Henry and Ledley King having this sort of sit down which uh, was a horrible piece of content because it was just smug Thierry Henry gloating about how great Arsenal were against Spurs over the years but even Ledley King admitted that they had an issue with that red shirt which is disgusting to say but he said look they, there was a psychological element when Spurs played Arsenal that was there and that that fear other than the it, if any if there's any fear now it's it's that we lose and it'll feel bad but it's not like going into the game thinking, fuck, it's Arsenal. There's very yeah. little chance we can win this. That's gone. That is long gone for me anyway. I'm, yeah. I, my, my only trepidation I have is just the idea of losing to them. But I go into mm. these games now as confident as I ever have. That's not to say that I'm cocky or smug or think, yeah, we've got this. I don't feel that. But I, I, am, I am confident that we can beat them. They're 14th in the league. You know, you've got to just look at the, the league table at the moment. Now, that mm. doesn't mean that they're not going to come and turn up. Do you know what I mean? They, it, they could do that. It's a North London derby. But, you know, you have to be at this stage. The, there is no fear factor there. It's just another game of football in terms of what they can bring. T, what do you make of it? I mean, that's the issue, you know, that you know, if any other team had their recent form and they're in 14th place and we're at home, I'd be saying maybe putting three or four on them. Yeah. But, you know, because it's Arsenal, you know, it's a different kettle of fish altogether. Um, I'm confident that remember, there's a little voice in the back of my head that just goes back to the 5-2, especially the first 5-2. Just so confident in that game and it's got completely smashed to bits. But you just feel that Mourinho will, will prepare the team in the best possible way. And if we score early, it could be, could be a bloodbath. Um, the problem, the other thing that gives you confidence is that Arsenal aren't that dynamic going forward or haven't been so far. I think they scored one goal in four games or five games from open play. Um, you know, they, they, they've got big issues. And you'd hope, like you say in paper, that, that Jose Mourinho will be able to come up with a plan that will nullify them and will get goals because we have class going forward. So mm. that's what my head says. My heart says anything could happen in this game absolutely anything all right let's get some uh let's get some some uh, quotes odds from william hill before that we had a question from uh sorry we we had a question from rob <laughs> who said what are the odds are when at what point will william hill pay out on tottenham winning the league so i'm going to ask william hill and give us those odds next week but for the game this week We've got uh, Harry Kane to score first if three to one or any time evened. Do you think he's fit? What do you make of that s- scenario? T is he? Is he? Um, you know, is this, is it about his, pregnant, his wife being pregnant and due to due to drop, or is it that is there their mind games there, or do you think he's genuinely injured? Ah, oh, it's definitely mind games. And Mourinho almost kind of um, said that to Ali Gold yesterday that. I could be calling their bluff, but I think he'll play on Sunday, which is pretty much what he said. So, no, I think it'll be fine. Um, one thing we didn't really talk about was Hugo Lloris. He was meant to miss the Chelsea game only. That had the talk before the game started, and he was in the lineup. So, yeah. I, rec- I reckon it'll happen again with Kane being there, scoring against him as usual. 
Yeah, three to one first goal scorer, three to one last goal scorer. If you fancy him for a hat trick with William Hill, twenty eight to one. Imagine that. Is it, That's he's good. Never, he's never bagged that hat trick against Arsenal, is he? No. 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 Um, what scores do you fancy, boys? What if we yet to uh, to pick a score for this game? Matt, what would you think the result would be? Maybe three nil, Tottenham. Three nil Tottenham. You will get that fourteen to one for that, too. There you go. Uh, what about you, Cal? That was exactly what I was going to say. Um, but, well, um, let's say 4 1. What would you get for that? 4 1, you get 33 to 1. Oh, no. I'm going to say 5 0, 70 to 1 with William Hill. What's 8 0? 8 0. I don't know if they've got a market for that. <laughs> oh, no, they do. They do. What do you reckon? 8 0 is 120 to 1. Yeah. 150 to 1. They've also get got a market on. for 10 0. Can you imagine? There is a market for 10. There is, 150 to 1. Basically, any of the mental scores, you just get 150 to 1. Even Arsenal beating us 9-0, that's also 150 to 1. Imagine. (laughs) Uh, All right, boys, um, let's let's have some questions then. So we've uh, sent them out, asked for the questions. People have delivered. Once again, fucking hell, stop calling me. Anyway, uh, what uh, Mr. Giant says, the team top of the league be, uh, should be beating the team 14th in the league at home. So why am I so fucking nervous? For the same reasons we just said. We're all, you're a Spurs mm. fan. We, yep. we, we're we nervous. It's the way it goes. Yeah, it is. It is the way it goes. Uh, Nick Alberston says, if Ericsson goes to Arsenal, will he get a song from us? So there's this story that uh, Arsenal were looking at him. Um, potentially, he's basically out on his ass. Uh, at Inter Milan, they're looking to get rid of him. It hasn't worked out. Didn't work at Spurs. I can't ever see that happening. Because what, what do you make of the? Uh, what, what, what do you think, T? What do you think that could happen? Is there any any truth in that? Would he go there? He's no, he's I no can't, malice. I can't see it happening. And he's kind of. I think he laughed it off. But yeah, yeah. if he if he did join them, uh, be pretty sickening. They'd probably be more sickening if Arsenal were any good. But still, you don't want to see that. Um, anything no. to add, Cal? He left Tottenham because he wanted a change. He wanted to change the scenery, a change the league. <laughs> you don't then come back and move to the club five minutes down the road. It doesn't really make sense. Uh, that's, would that would be back? really, really weird. Would you take him back? Well, would I take him back? Yeah. What for? <laughs> well, no, we should have learned the lesson from Bale, really. <laughs> what for in it? What does it do? doesn't do anything. Um, Jack Levery says, at what point do we start worrying about Bale's performances? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Jack, look, we all, look, we all are feeling it, right, Jack? We just don't need to talk about it right now. As just discussed, look, yeah. don't worry about it. Just just don't worry about it. Just forget about it. Put it to the back of your mind, Jack. It's all all right. It's all all right. But mm. he does follow it up with, does he really deserve to start in the Europa League against a head of Delhi? <laughs> By answering that question, we're also thinking about it, Jack. Yeah. Aren't we? So yes. no one thinks about this until we absolutely have to. Yeah. And right now we don't. Let's, let's... I think I was just going to say Mourinho was saying yesterday that he feels like Bale doesn't completely trust in his fitness yet, and so perhaps Mourinho is giving him all these minutes to to show to Bale you're fine, you're absolutely fine, you can you can go at full flight. Um, perhaps it's yeah, some sort of psychological mind game for to build up the confidence in Bale in his body where he doesn't really need to do that with Delhi. 
Yes, oh, that is a good answer. That is <laughs> well done. Um, Fraser, <laughs> let's just move on. Um, Fraser says, "Can Flav do a battle rap thing with someone from Arsenal's fan TV ahead of Sunday's game?" No. What? Uh, I never talk to you again. Yeah, imagine like not even like being paid for it. Just going, do you fancy doing this, troops? Or um, no, no. I mean, the, the only reason I've ever done stuff with Arsenal fan TV back in the day is because it was my job at Bull Street when they had a stake in what was going on over there. I would never willfully go on Arsenal fan TV. Why? Why would I? That's a horrible suggestion, Fraser. In fact, you know what? I want to mute you for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, done. Not really. Uh, Joe McKinney says. <laughs> Uh, Joe Wicker says, have we still got receipts for Doherty and Davies? They could be charged under the Trades Description Act after last night. Davies, Davies, we, Davies is done. Like we, we, we know what Davies is. He's a good, yeah. he's a backup fullback to rugby on, right? That's what he is. We need a player. We're not going to, it's difficult to sign a player better than him who's just going to fill in, I think, maybe. Um, but Doherty's more interesting, um, T. What do you make of his performances so far? And, is this it? <laughs> I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a Doherty truther. I think he's perfectly decent. Um, last night, I don't think anyone came out of it smelling their roses, really. Um, didn't play well last night. Oye will likely play on Sunday and just be as dominant as he was against Chelsea. But I think Doherty's been fine. It's good to have two um, right-backs of reasonable quality, which is what we have. You know, I think you can't really draw any conclusions from, from the game last night. Not long-term conclusions anyway about a player's future at Tottenham. So, no, I think they're perfectly fine. No problem with them. Doherty or Davis. Good. Carol, anything to add? I think, uh, yeah, I've got two things. First, I'm absolutely loving it that because we've drew with Lask that all the little secret <laughs> secret things that we've been covering up with being top of the league, everybody's now talking about. That that's cracking me up. I'm absolutely loving that. But all the it's like when you have a it's like when you have an argument oh God, with misses and things have just been boiling up for ages and yes. ages. Yeah. And then you finally have a row with her and it's like fucking bitch, you always yeah. leave the washing up on the side. Yeah, you know, please, stuff for like that. Sake, change your knickers more than once a week. <laughs> shower you fucking smell you twats like it's just like everything's coming out like at once so i'm loving this i'm loving that everyone's now really just saying how they really feel because we drew with last and we've qualified for the next round of the europa league uh the second thing i wanted to say was that there was a suggestion online that perhaps our style doesn't suit doherty because of that, the back four he played in the back three and he was all yeah good. that and we play very deep Whereas at Wolves, they're a very high-pressing team. So I think there's a suggestion that he's having to... Either A, it doesn't suit him, or B, he's, it's going to take a while for him to adapt. Yeah. Um, I, I'd be, I think it's unfair at this stage to write, <laughs> write anyone off. <laughs> write them all off. <laughs> yeah, write, 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 write Ducky off and, and, um, and Bale off at this stage. We just, there's a lot of football to play. You know, let's just mm. leave. I remember when his first, I think it was his debut, played very well down that right hand side, linking up yeah. with Kane and that. So, yeah, just look, let's all <laughs> just calm down a little bit. We drew against last, as the, as Cal says, all of the little niggles you have, yeah. the things you don't, they don't bother you when you win. They don't. No. They just, you just, just it doesn't matter. These are small little issues that will be ironed out. The minute you don't win, like if you lose against Arsenal, I guarantee you on Twitter, all hell will break loose. Yeah. But the fact that we're top of the league. 
all well would break loose. And you just got to take a step back sometimes and just not let it get to you. Um, what else we got here? A couple more and then we'll finish. Uh, Mark Phillips says, does the tough love Mourinho is showing to certain players give us something to worry about when we eventually get injuries? Good question. So when we're... All these questions are depressing, Flav. <laughs> this is what happens, mate. You don't look, yes! You don't win a game. This is how people feel. For <laughs> sake. We are so spoiled. Listen, this is what... This is it. This is, this is Spurs. Right, we're not top of the league. Like the top of the league mentality is done. We drew a game. True. We, drew a we game. didn't even lose. We yeah, drew. We're so close to winning. As well. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Uh, you know. Yeah, so basically, there's a complete failing in Mourinho's management of the players. Because yes. if we get an injury crisis, they're not going to want to play for him. That's what he's saying. Nah, that's not the case. That's bollocks. Uh, all right, yeah. he's just asking the question. He's not saying he's not making a statement. But I love way, you, Mark. You're, you're a cool guy, but I'm not having that question. In a way, by asking the question, you're making a point, aren't you? It feels that way. Yeah. Um, Say you really feel, Mark. I yeah. don't know you, and I don't know if you're a cool guy. We've got another <laughs> one here, boys. <laughs> we don't have to answer this, but Matt, our Bale's <laughs> level of performance is so far. <laughs> Leave it. Leave it. Um, Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave it. Uh, all right. Forever Hotspur is Tangy, Gio and Pierre, a hot, sexy, sexy, steamy threesome that just never, that's just never going to work for us. <laughs> they played together once. The threesome Thank looks like it lacks the presence of Musa. Uh, okay. They right. played together once. Give them a chance. Barcelona Spurs says the exact words of fewer people in the large space can be more audible than the 60,000. How many of our 2,000 fans will be thrown out of the ground for, for abusing their own players? Depends <laughs> <laughs> on the score. <laughs> Do you think, like, I wonder what 2,000 people booing in unison will sound like? <laughs> Go forward! <laughs> forward, Spurs! We fight! Right. That bloke, you know the bloke who stands in the um, in the uh, in the park lane who goes, Leave me, you cunt! <laughs> I can see you! You can see me! There'll be plenty of that. It'd be beautiful just hearing hearing that one voice. That's that's part. That's one of the things I kind of miss about going to Spurs. There's always there's always one person who just shouts funny stuff. Not you, Callum. And, <laughs> You're, um... a <laughs> You're a liar. You're a liar. You know I go out with the gems. No, um, it's not you. You're just you're just defensive. You know, it's just that it's the nuances and and the the habits of going football. Like people think, you know, it's just getting back in and watching Spurs play. It's not. It's not. That's a small part of the day. It's getting together and going to pubs and just being human. That's that's what it's about. So that's yeah. these two thousand fans are. It feels like the first step towards us being able to go football together and stuff. And you know, do you know what I had? I had. Um, I kind of fell out of love going to watch live football for a bit. Um, mm -hmm. Certainly towards the, when White Hart Lane was over. And then we went to Wembley. I hated Wembley. I really, really hated it. And then I went to the new stadium and I was like, shit, it's not White Hart Lane. As much as it is amazing. And actually yeah. you look down on the pitch and you can almost be transported back to the old stadium sometimes. Because the poor performances and, and what happened with Pochettino, the new stadium in its, in its first instance was a little bit sullied. It was hard to enjoy what was going on. Mm. The third time I went there was 
or fourth time I went there was when we got slapped by uh, Bayern Munich. The time before that was Newcastle beating us 1-0 at home and obviously the descendancy of Pochettino. So, but this this break has just, uh, my fire is back in my belly again. I'm desperate, desperate to go and watch Spurs play again. Really am. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's, uh, we've got two more questions. I want to ask Joss a question because I think it's, uh, it's apt given the show so far. Who is worse? Davison <laughs> Sanchez at, at being the centre-half or Ollie, Ollie Holt at being a journalist? All right, we'll just leave it. Um, and finally, uh, for Maria from the lane says, a landing strip or a Brazilian? A landing strip. Agree. Brazilian being all gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I don't, I'm not into that. I mean, nah. each to his own and all women are beautiful. Let's just get that mm. before we start yeah, this. They are. All women are wonderful, and all men—they are queens men and are angels, and we love them all. But, but, but all all women are beautiful and lovely, right? Yeah. But no hair yes. is no good for me. Yeah. It's just, it's just not. It's just not, is it? Right. Nah, it's else? not for me. Not the one. <laughs> Anything else to add? No, not much else to add. Apart from that, we're going to smash Arsenal on Sunday. Come believe. On Come on, you Spurs. Uh, all right, boys, uh, we'll be back on Monday once again, obviously. And um, yeah, come new Spurs, slap up Arsenal. Let's go Let's go a few points clear. Let's create that gap at the start of the season. Put a bit of daylight. Yeah. After this Arsenal game, we've got, what, one, maybe Palace. two more really tricky yeah. games. And then the fixture list opens up once again. We've got to play Liverpool mm. away, obviously. That's the, the big one. But yeah. we've done Chelsea. We would have, uh, we, we, we've done Man City. Get out of this game with three points as well. Seven points from those three games. Any of us would have taken that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Then, you know, if we can get a bit of space between us and Liverpool and maybe draw that game, then, for real, the title race is on. But we'll see. There's a lot of what-ifs in that. All right, mm. then, boys. Thank you so much. And we'll speak soon. Bye. All Bye. right. Bye. Bye. Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Social Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.